This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Well, good morning, Canada. As we are back after our hiatus, Bob. Yes, a little Christmas break, a little January break. Well, of course, there was no golf going on while we were gone. Yeah, no. Absolutely nothing to pay attention to at all. <laughs> I hear Tiger may have played. I don't know. I ba- Tiger it was Williams? Ba- it was barely covered, really. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it's good to be back as we kick off Season 8 of Golf Talk Canada Radio this morning, coast to coast on the that's TSN amazing. Network. Yeah, I don't know where the time has gone. We've got a crazy busy show. It's going to be crazy busy, really, Bob, leading right up to the Masters because there's so much happening in the world of golf. We'll we'll talk Rory. We'll talk Tiger. Uh, So there's some big news stories. Obviously, Jordan Spieth missed the cut this week at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Uh, Canadians in the hunt there. Hadwin with a chance to win. So much going on. And then, of course, local Canadian uh, news that has come out. uh, Really, a lot of it in the last week. Lots to get to. We have a busy show. Uh, we've got some announcements here in-house for Golf Talk Canada that we will get to today. And one of them includes Golf Ontario as well. So Mike Kelly, Executive Director of Golf Ontario, will be uh, coming on uh, later on in today's show. And Mike will join us. Uh, also, we'll have uh, Blair Breen from uh, National uh, uh, Golf Course Owners Association. The NCGOA will be on the show. Brian Basil from TaylorMade. We'll talk Twistface. I know you and I both had an opportunity to go down and, and see that product a couple of weeks before they announced it. And, and, and it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's not, you know, uh, we were just saying before we got on the air, when you look, when you put the club down, like I know everyone's seen these ads with this great big twisting face and stuff, but when you put the club down at a dress, you don't really notice that much of it, but uh, but it works. Yeah, it works. I, I really think, uh, especially for a certain percentage of the market, uh, I think it's like it's a real game changer. Like For me, uh, a high-toe miss guy, I couldn't believe how much it reduced my hook. Yeah. Down there, and I didn't even have a club that was set up for me, fit for me properly. And I made some swings that were just horrible on this club that were high toe that would duck or quack 30, 40 yards. And it was like, at least in my mind, it was going to duck. It may not have ducked that much, but it was a three, four yard draw. I was like, wow, that that's still in play, right? So especially on those kind of certain misses. But then again, if you're Tiger Woods, which we will get to later on in the show, and you're going to start <laughs> your ball. Nothing can no, save you. No, you're going to start at 30 yards, right? It, it's going to probably stay 30 yards, right? So, uh, so much to get to today. They'll have scully time, winner's weird and what. Again, lots of announcements. Uh, before we get to news and headlines, Bob, so what were, I know, well, you know obviously I know where you've been up to something over our, our break. I saw you down at the PGA show, which I did yeah. not get to. So did a uh, busy show, good show, yeah, good energy? Yeah, PGA show is always good. I can't remember. That's like 25, 26, something like that I've been to now. And it's, uh, it's getting bigger and wilder and different. You know, there's lots of new technology every year. And not only just from the big guys like Twist Face from TaylorMade, but there's always some dreamers down there looking to create the next big thing. And it reminds me, the first time I went to the show, uh, our friends, we had some friends who from AccuForm, the long gone company now, they, uh, they had a 20 by 20 booth. And right beside them was another 20 by 20 booth 
with this old guy selling hickory shafted wedges named Ely Calloway. So you never know, you know, how big that show is going to get and and what's going to come out of it. And there are some dreams that uh, that do come true in the big in the big company. Yeah, it does happen. Yeah. It's rare, but it happens, and that's, that's right. a perfect example right there. I think it's like the first or second. It's like either one or two. I think it's two. The second show I've missed in about twelve years. Yeah, it's, um, it's not only such a great show for. New equipment and new technology and new clothing. It's a great place to see everybody. That's know? why I like to go. Like right. I, 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 there's some years where I have a reason to go. You know, uh, the, I'm there specifically for something. But there are other times where I just want to go and reconnect with people and see people and stuff. And this year I just couldn't justify it because, as you know, I was also working a lot of PGA Tour radio, exactly. which I will be doing over the next six weeks. My schedule is insane, as they have heavy. This will be, be uh, Golf Talk Canada with Adam Scully and Bob Week. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zucchino on some bad phone connection. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just uh, that, you know, they like to front end load me before we go back to TV. And by the way, Golf Talk Canada Television kicks off March 21st for our new season. So uh, I've already worked a bunch of events. I was in Hawaii. And I really think that's the highlight of my why we've been life? gone. Your life? No, oh. no. I was just going to say, you know, uh, thinking that for 38 minutes, your death is going to come before you here in this missile attack from North Korea. So, so what did you do? The missile attack, as everyone knows, the erroneous missile notice that said, take shelter, there's a ballistic missile incoming. Yes. What, so what did you do? So I get the message on the phone thinking it's fake. Uh, that was my initial instinct. And then I get a phone call from Will Haskett, who I work with on our radio team, and Will's like, what's this message on my radio? And there, he's getting the same emergency message on his radio in the car. And now we're starting to panic. And the people at the hotel, there's panic in the lobby, blah, blah, blah. We, we decided, I was on the 32nd floor of the Waikiki Marriott. I decided I didn't want to be up there. I wanted to be on the ground is what I decided. Right. So we met in the lobby, the radio team, and we basically came to the conclusion that more than likely this is a nuclear attack from North Korea because that's what we've been being fed for sure. over a year now from our you know American news outlets, you know, uh, and... We thought, okay, well, if it's nuclear, we're, you know, we're dead. We better call our loved ones. So, of course, we made that call. That was a fun call to make. Yeah. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. By the way. I'll be late tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, put a, don't put dinner aside. Yeah. Uh, but if it's if in, the rare, in, the rare, uh, in the rare case that it might not be nuclear and, and it's just a missile, just a, just a casual missile yeah. attack, then we should get out of downtown. And we should get to open space. So we broke every law known to man to get out to the golf course. Wow. And it was brutal. And then 38 minutes later, we got the announcement that it was fake or false. Fake's uh, the wrong word. False. Yeah. Erroneous. Yeah. So, well. yeah. Was wonderful. All right, on to bigger and better things from there. At least, uh, hey, listen, it's you know what? It's like a new lease on life. That's right. You know, if I was going stale and taking things for granted, <laughs> yeah. now everything's great. This is going to be the greatest show this week, and next week's show is going to be even better. So let's kick it off with some news and headlines. News and headlines is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club, premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. Yeah. Cedar Bray Golf Club, welcome them back. Of course, thank you to Acura for continuing to be our presenting sponsor on both TV and radio and all our sponsors 
We got a few new ones as well this year, at least one new one, which always we'll good. get to later, always which good. is always good. Yeah, welcome somebody new to the family, but welcome back Cedar Bray. And they do have a few limited spots. So I, if you're thinking about it, I know it's early, but reach out to them there. It, uh, they've done a wonderful job there in the last few years, putting some money in the golf course. And of course, that beautiful clubhouse. Bob, uh, Canadian Golf Hall of Fame, which I know you're close to, as you know, you um, also, uh, you're a member for one, and you're also a head of ceremonies for, yeah. uh, okay. you know, well, at Glen, at Glen Abbey. I'm not, head of, I'm not in charge of the ceremonies. I just, uh, just stand the out there and chop. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Right, but people right. associate you okay. with, with the day that, that people get inducted. And uh, we got a couple of great ones coming. Yeah, so uh, two new inductees this year. Gail Graham, LPGA uh, star and winner and um, a good amateur golfer in Canada and a broadcaster. Uh, lovely. I think she's more than more than deserving. So she's inducted. And also the late, great uh, A.V. McCann, who's a golf course architect, primarily out out west. He basically, has, he did a lot of work out in British Columbia. And if you go through the list of courses that he worked on, uh, Royal Colwood, Shaughnessy, Capilano, uh, Penticton, Nanaimo, McCleary, I mean, Marine Drive, you, you can go through and basically all the big courses he either designed or he renovated at some point. And, but he also worked down through uh, Washington State and Oregon and Idaho and California. Uh, and, an, and a really kind of an interesting guy whose, whose career, basically, as an architect, basically came from about 1920 to 1964. And you kind of look at the, uh, how long he was uh, on. 44-year run. Yeah. Uh, also, was at, uh, he was a great player, but he was actually a soldier. He went to Vimy Ridge and lost his foot to a shell during the Battle of Vimy Ridge. So he had a uh, like a prothesis, and right. uh, that prevented him from, from playing anymore. And so he turned his attention to uh, to golf course architecture. So, wow, what an amazing story. Yeah, so it's cool. And and his his grandson was on the phone call when they and it made the announcement, and his grandson actually knew nothing about his golf course architecture career or about him. They had kind of lost touch with him. Uh, anyway, it's a long, long, interesting story. But uh, those two will be inducted uh, in July at the ceremony at Glen Abbey. Well, that, that's amazing, and I, I know you're impressed at my quick 44-year math there. Yeah, I I, I, you see how quick that was. <laughs> I know, I know. Hideki Matsuyama, a two-time champ, was going for three in a row here at uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. Um, a, a, one, a couple of these two won in very dramatic fa- fashion. I remember the the playoff, playoff with Ricky, Ricky Fowler. Fowler yeah. and it was a lot of fun. Uh, WD wrist injury. What do we know? So uh, not not a lot. I guess it's been something that's been creeping up on him. And it was one of those deals where he said he wanted to kind of make sure it didn't get any worse. So he pulled himself out of the tournament. Um, I think it's due to that pause at the top. There's a lot of weight that caused. I'm just joking. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Your face is very serious. <laughs> Uh, no, he's. Uh, I think this is one of those preventative ones. And when and the, you know, let's face it, all the guys right now, when you start getting into February and March, you're looking a little further down the yeah. line. You got some WGCs, and of course, you got Augusta. So I think he wants to be ready. Uh, be for, safe. For, for is this head. more safety first? You think on this one? I think there's something to it. Obviously, he yeah. could play, but I think that's let, let's let's not make it worse. Jordan Spieth misses the cut it's for amazing, the huh? first time. Since May of 2017, think of how consistent that is. Now, not Tiger-esque, not, nothing will see that streak. But in human terms, that is ridiculously consistent. Misses it here, has not had the start to the season he's liked, struggled with the putter so far. 
where are we with Jordan Speed? Like, I'm not concerned at all. I think no. he, you know, he, in a couple of weeks he could win. It wouldn't surprise me. But others are probably p- paying a little bit more uh, attention. Where are you on this line? I think I think uh, I don't really pay attention too much to how guys guys form is until you kind of get into mid March. And I think that's where you start to the guys are starting to really think about it and shake it out. Not that these aren't important tournaments. Every tournament's important, but yeah, I'm not worried about that just yet. We'll see. We'll see. And of course, Canadians. Playing well. Uh, yeah. Adam Hadwin with a chance to win. And uh, leaderboard looks good here. Just to quickly take a look at this. It's uh, Ricky Fowler and Bryson DeChambeau at the top at 10 under par. Daniel Berger, who uh, is one off the pace there with Chez Revy. And if, uh, Daniel Berger, I don't know how he... If you see him hit balls, I know it's a homemade golf swing. But man, can that, that, that kid just rip it. He has just got a, a, a great move. I'm surprised he hasn't won more. I'm expecting big things from him. I've got him in the pool this year. Well, there you go. See, great minds think alike, <laughs> Bob. And Adam Hadwin, only three off the pace with two to go. Uh, John Rahm right back there again. What a start to the season for John Rahm. It looks like he could have won every week. He hasn't, but it looks like he he could. But uh, Hadwin right there and poised to play well again. It looks like, as you mentioned when we were talking off the air, kind of a home game for Adam. And what I said suggested was kind of likes his desert golf. Has yeah. played really well, Palm Springs, and now here in the Phoenix area. Uh, six under on the back nine with a smooth, silky little 30. And, and you know, as good as that was, I think it's also good that the front side of that golf course is always the tougher side. Uh, went through bogey, bogey free on that side. On the other side of the equation, though, poor uh, Mac Hughes was uh, was in line to make the cut, and then his second nine was the front nine, and he bogeyed five of his last seven holes to miss the cut. Mm. Uh, oof, just, that hurts. Just hurts by that a hurts. couple of shots. By a shot, actually. Well, I know we're going to get on to it uh, later in the show. We're going to have some scully time, but uh, we have a couple of minutes here before we go to break. I was just curious. Uh, Tiger. From what we've seen, we saw obviously a lot of it. I thought it was a great grind to get it to the weekend uh, at Torrey Pines. Um, I also thought that uh, you know he should have shot a thousand based on the way he drove the golf ball. But it, I think he showed us a lot of where the rest of his game is. The fact that he could actually play four rounds of golf and, and make it to the weekend. Do you feel better about Tiger? Or worse about Tiger from when you saw him at Hero to where we are now at Torrey? Did it give you more confidence that he's got an opportunity to really be relevant again? Or did you take a step back because you were expecting a better performance after the way he played at Hero? No, I, I think uh, I think he, he delivered about what I expected, maybe a little bit better than the driver. I'm not as concerned about, to be honest with you, than I would be something like the wedge. You know, the wedge we saw at, at Hero was a little, still a little chunky, but that's the, sometimes that grass in the Caribbean. So I think the wedge play was good. I thought the putter was good. Uh, iron play, maybe a little distance control needs to get dialed in. Started to get better towards the end of the week. And the driver to me, driver to me is a little bit probably about getting it dialed in to his specifications. You know, Tiger's pretty finicky when it comes to getting clubs that he wants in the bag. And so I think um, once he gets a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, a few more reps with this driver, once he gets it dialed into where he wants, right shaft, right setup, I think he'll be fine. And that's a great lead, Bob, because coming up next, uh, Brian Basil, who is the uh, top man at uh, TaylorMade down at the Kingdom in Carlsbad, and the man responsible for uh, really having those conversations with Tiger, part of one of the guys anyway, the team of guys working always with Tiger, but uh, he'll be up next. He's going to talk to a little bit about this twist face, a little bit about this new driver in M3, M4, the only place you can get it. And uh, we have the opportunity to speak with him over the winter. Bob spoke to him most recently from the PGA Merchandise Show. We're going to hear that interview next. This is Golf Talk Canada as we kick off Season 8 this morning on TSN. 
This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace, only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. And speaking of TaylorMade and the M3, M4, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade is back. It's going to commence Masters Week on TSN. It'll go for, obviously, 20 weeks. Uh, we've had a very successful run with 20 Weeks of TaylorMade. And lots of fun over the years, giving away a ton of product. This year, we're going to give away over $15,000 wow. worth. That's uh, a lot. It's a lot. And there's more announcements to come on grand prizes and things of that nature, but over $15,000 worth of Twist face, P series irons, M3, M4, spider high putters. toe wedges, spider putters, you name it, we're giving it away on Golf Talk Canada. 20 weeks of TaylorMade commencing Masters Week. This year, the only way you can win, and you can enter now, it's free, but the only way you can win this year is to subscribe to our Golf Talk Canada TV and radio YouTube channel. So it's Golf Talk Canada TV and radio YouTube channel. It's free. We put all of our golf. Co- Golf Talk content on there. Golf Talk Canada content on there. I'm going to be doing some extra content on there as well where I'm going to be uh, playing a lot of guitar and Bob's going to be doing a lot of singing. So you do I not want to... I used to us. sing in a band, you know that? See, there you go. Right? I, I'm serious. I, there you, well, there you, <laughs> you go. You didn't know that about me. No, I didn't. So, so this is perfect then okay. that we're going to... you know, And this is content you can only get on the YouTube channel. <laughs> you cannot get this on our TV and radio show. So subscribe to our Golf Talk Canada TV and radio and have a chance to win over $15,000 worth of tailor-made product. Now, Bob was down at the PGA show talking to Brian Basil a little bit about the new twist face technology found in the M3, M4 driver. It's already won three times on the PGA Tour this year. Already in 2018, I'm talking. And on the European Tour. So it's making hay early. Let's hear from Bob and Brian. Brian Basil, um, this is a revolutionary, evolutionary year for, for TaylorMade with your new uh, twist face. I don't know how to kind of characterize it, but when you showed it to me a couple of months ago in, in Carlsbad, I got to say it, it is certainly a dramatic change. Why don't you kind of give us a little bit of a Reader's Digest version of how you came up with the idea for twist face? Well, it really started with the research. You know, we, we started studying golfers' swings, you know, to a degree that we really never had before, and that really came came to life through the devices that we have today to track ball speed, launch angle, spin rates, not only that, but the club coming into impact and ultimately where the ball is leaving. And so we track that all across the face and realize that golfers have tendencies. They hit low heel to high toe, and when they do that, their face angle to path starts to change, but it changes in a, in a certain way that really led us to the curvature within the face that's, that's now called twist face. I mean, we were, we've talked about bulge and roll for a century? For 100 years. <laughs> yeah. 1888 was the original Bulger. Yeah. And, and and that was always kind of sort of thought to be the way it works. So you're really sort of changing the 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 what thought was thought to be kind of history, I guess, right? Well, the concept is similar. I mean, it was revolutionary of its time, bulge and roll. But now, taking it to the uh, the, the nth degree here with what golfers are actually doing and, and not really dialing it in just like a robot would do it, we're doing it 
with what golfers actually do in a golfing environment. And so now tweaking that curvature, twisting the toe, twisting the heel to straighten out that ball flight, to uh, adjust for the gear effect that happens with the average face angles and paths and all that to make golfers hit it longer and straighter. Okay, so that's the bottom line. I don't have to know exactly how it works or what's going on, but what's the result that the average guy is going to see? Well, they're going to see when they hit like a high toe shot. They're going to see right away that that ball's staying in the air a little bit longer and it's going straighter. Or if they always hit low heel, very common miss, they're going to see that ball not spin and slice as much. It's going to go straighter. It's going to go farther. Those aren't the only two things that are going on with your new M3 and M4 drivers. Can you give us the overview of those two clubs as well? Yeah, so there's a lot of technology in M3 and M4 drivers. Twist face starting, but then hammerhead. The hammerhead slot in both of these drivers is really designed to drop the unwanted spin that you get from, especially when the center of gravity goes back. And then on top of that, it gives you more ball speed. In fact, our sweet spots on both M3 and M4 have increased dramatically. 67% larger in the M4, 39% larger in the M M3. So we're giving you bigger sweet spot along with the straight distance of twist face. And, and just to break them up briefly, the M3 obviously has a little bit more personality to it or a little bit more ability to fine tune things with it, right? Yeah, every golfer is different and you still, fitting is still critical. So the M3 has the Y-Track, it has the loft sleeve. The Y-Track is great because it has two weights can move throughout. Draw, fade, high, low, back, forward, Tigers, you got them forward right now. Um, so you can do so much to personalize the M3. M4 is kind of set already in a, a highly forgiving setting. But you're seeing a pretty good mix between M3 and M4 amongst the tour staff? Yeah, so last week we had maybe two-thirds M3, one-third M4, but yet DJ won with M4. John Rahm hit it on a string over 310 yards with the M4. So both are having a lot of success. Congratulations on another uh, big hit. Appreciate it, Bob. Brian Basil with Bob Weeks from the PGA Show, and it is a big hit, and i never seen anyone drive the golf ball as well as I did when I followed DJ for four days in Maui. It was incredible. Bob, driving par fours like they were par threes, it was, in, it was just an incredible display of driving the golf ball. He's a freak of nature. John Rahm is one with it. He's a freak of nature. He's a freak of nature. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood. He's a freak of nature. Rory has uh, finished uh, second a couple times now with yeah. it, so everybody playing well, and I'm missing a winner somewhere with this. Who am I missing more recently with it? Anyway, it's got a bunch of wins on tour already. It's an exceptional product, and you can win it on 20 Weeks of TaylorMade, but you got to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Golf Talk Canada TV and Radio. All right, on the other side, Toronto Golf Show is coming up in the next few weeks, and uh, NCGOA is going to be there, and that National Golf Course Owners Association will be on site giving away free golf. We're going to hear from Blair Breen next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace, only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. Sold in over 30 countries around the world, they offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. 
The Toronto Golf Show's around the corner, February 23rd to February 25th. That's at the International Center in Mississauga, February 23rd to 25th. We're going to give away two free passes to the golf show later on in today's show. Before we do, National Golf Course Owners Association, always a big part of the Toronto Golf Show, and their president, uh, Blair Breen, had the opportunity to speak with me about their association with the show and the free golf giveaway. Let's hear that interview. Well, it's coming up again, the Toronto Golf Show, Mississauga International Centre. It is February 23rd to 25th, and as always, the National Golf Course Owners Association will be in attendance. And our next guest is a regional director for the NGCOA. Joining us now, Blair Breed. Blair, thank you so much for doing this again. I know you, you joined us last year on Golf Talk Canada when the golf show came around, and uh, some of our listeners are familiar with what it is your organization does. But before we get into your involvement in the show, tell our listeners who are not familiar with the NGCOA just what it is you guys do and, and why it's important for you to be at the Toronto Golf Show. Absolutely, Mark. Well, the importance with our association is we represent the uh, golf courses across Canada, and we basically are improving the game of golf on an ongoing basis with uh, upgrades to golf courses, um, working on uh, government relationships, um, and all in all just making sure that golf courses are uh, happy and healthy and continuing providing a good product for everybody to get out there and golf. So golf show kicks off on the 23rd, wraps up the 25th. You guys have always been in attendance, a big supporter of the Toronto Golf Show over the years. Uh, what is uh, what are you doing there this year? What's the uh, what's the big uh, reason for the NGCOA to be back at the Toronto Golf Show for 2018? Yes, absolutely. Well, we're uh, extremely excited. It's it's really the kickoff to the golf season here in Ontario. Um, early uh, attendance is is strong, and uh, what we do is we're we're involved with getting a lot of the local golf courses to attend the show through our uh, Golf Ontario Pavilion, and you'll see a lot of local golf courses uh, displaying um, marketing material and getting database collection and just providing um, exceptional deals for the golfing population of the GTA to come out and play the magnificent golf course. So there's over 35 golf courses from the GTA that will be there in attendance. That's in the uh, Ontario Golf Pavilion. And then on a side note, we also do the Spring into Golf promotion, which is a 5,000-round giveaway um, that we uh, let all the exhibit or all the attendees come up to our booth, and, and we give them a, a round of golf for a twosome at uh, several of these fabulous golf courses. We have about 40 golf courses that take place in this event. And what the idea here is we get you to get out and play your first round because it's impossible to play your second round without playing your first round. And uh, we're, we're basically promoting an early start to the golf season, and that promotion is on April the 15th and 16th this year. Uh, so we're hoping for an early golf season. As usual, it's just after the Masters, so there's a lot of – um, good golf feel in the air. And we also do a uh, live golf auction during the show, uh, the Great Ontario Golf Auction. We have a live auctioneer, and we auction off a fabulous uh, private golf course uh, foursomes and uh, some great public golf course foursomes um, to the public that's there at the golf show. 
So everybody needs to come out and see what we do at uh, with the National Golf Course Owners Association. So if you're one of the early birds on February the 23rd, you have an opportunity to get some free golf to kick off the golf season. And if you're in attendance at the show this year, you have the opportunity to opt to uh, get involved with an auction on some golf experiences that you can't buy. That's correct? That is correct. They're uh, super opportunities. How long did, uh, just uh, before we wrap up, I'm curious because my experience with the Toronto Golf Show, and I go back, oh, I don't even want to guess how many years because I'd age myself. How long have you been doing uh, th- this promotion and you're involved with, with the show? Because for me, it feels like uh, you've always been The NGCOA has been involved with the golf show since its inception, and this is our 15th uh, season with the spring and the golf promotion um, where we're doing that 5,000 round giveaway with all from all these golf courses and the great Ontario golf auction. We're now moving into our third year. We've had success uh, as a live auction. It used to be an online forum prior to that, but uh, we're seeing um, more excitement, um, more opportunities from the live auction and it's great promotion for the local golf courses as well that are uh, donating uh, these tee times up. And all the proceeds go to junior golf. So everybody that contributes needs to know that there's a charity involved and uh, we're going to make sure that uh, we keep this game growing and growing strong at the junior levels. Well, as a uh, uh, co-supporter and sponsor of the Junior Golf Drive here in Ontario with Golf Ontario, uh, this is another great program that helps put – uh, clubs in kids' hands. If you're uh, an early birder, get out there. February 23rd, reason to get to the golf show early, giving away over 5,000 rounds of golf. And you also have the opportunity to get involved with an auction where you can purchase and bid on golf experiences that you just can't buy available to the public. It's a great show, the Toronto Golf Show, February 23rd to 25th. Blair, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, and I- I'm sure I'll see you at the show at some point this uh, year. Perfect, Mark. Thank you very much, and thank you to all the listeners. Get out there to the golf show, 23rd to 25th, free golf from the National Golf Course Owners Association, as well as the bidding on Ontario golf experiences that you just can't buy. We're going to give away two passes to the Toronto Golf Show later in today's show. But coming up next, our first Winner's Weird and What of 2018. And, Bob, I've got a rant already for you that I've been sitting on for a week. That's a week I've been sitting on this. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. Sold in over 30 countries around the world, they offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada as we kick off Season 8. Just got an email from Joseph McLucky from JPSM Golf, who is listening to us in Naples, Florida, online, and uh, teasing some big announcements coming from 
JPSM Golf. So we'll have to have him on in the next couple of weeks, find out what those announcements are. I want. I don't want him on until he's back here freezing with the rest of us. That's right. <laughs> you must pun it. You can't call us from Naples. Yeah, exactly. Come on. That's just gross. Or you and I go to Naples. That's good. To do this show. Yeah, that'd be good. With Joseph. That makes way more sense. All right. It's our first Winner's Weird and What of the Year. And Bob, the tea is yours. So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball. Uh, I love the waste management. Do you like the waste management? I like it once a year. It's, uh, I think I think that's what everybody says. It's great. 191,000 people yesterday. One day, 191,000 people. And hold that's on, the we're population. not at the weekend yet. That's the population of Kelowna, by the way. Wow. So, all there, I know. Uh, so, my winner, we go out to uh, the 16th hole, and uh, the winner is Ben Silverman, our rookie PGA Tour player from Thornhill, who... Uh, Played the 16th hole pretty well on Thursday and Friday. Now, they have a contest amongst the professionals, obviously, uh, to win whoever hits the ball closest combined in the two days wins a prize. Right. So Ben Silverman did. He His total distance was 15.8 inches if you combine his Thursday and his Friday. That's insane. shots on the 16th. So, no, n- of course, he got cheered both days. And he wins. He wins a Ford Expedition. Oh, good for Ben. That's pretty good. And I tell you, that's ridiculous. That's almost jarring it two days in a row. That's right. Under that kind of heated that environment. Yeah. 16,000 people cheering. Yeah. They were all, apparently, they were singing O Canada when he walked up to the oh, team. Oh, cool. Apparently. So, good for Ben. Uh, my weird, my weird, I love my radio weird. So, so we go out to the, uh, <laughs> we, we go out to to, uh, the village of Buttonwood, which is in uh, Sumter County, which is in uh, way out there. It's somewhere far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> somewhere you're not visiting anytime that's, soon. That's right. So here's uh, here's our lady today is Michelle Armstrong. She's the uh, the subject of, of the weird. Uh, a Sumter County sheriff spotted Ms. Armstrong driving along in her golf cart. This is one of those communities where they're allowed to drive in the golf yep. carts. She was going 33 miles an hour in a 20. Oh. So he decided, you know what, this looks a little suspicious, so I'm going to pull her over. So he approached. As the driver, as the deputy approached the golf court, the driver, Miss Armstrong, lit up a cigarette, and she began smoking. And despite the smoke, the deputy detected a smell of alcohol, so they opened up the golf cart's glove compartment. I didn't know golf carts had glove Apparently, yes. <laughs> Inside, they found an empty bottle of Fireball <laughs> and an empty bottle of Espresso 99% liquor. <laughs> And uh, at this point, uh, Miss Armstrong fell out of the golf cart, and she was arrested and charged with driving under the influence. So uh, don't don't uh, drive. In Sumter so County. drinking and driving is more than just what it's, you know. And it's a serious thing, yeah. obviously. But we're just we're just kind of laughing. Golf because, carts can do some damage because uh, this is on a golf cart, and uh, don't drink and drive anywhere any at any time. Okay, my uh, my what this week is what a cool honor for a little guy who's out in Newmarket. Yes, this is great. Preston Cowie. Three-year-old. And if you uh, you want to see a cool golf swing, go out and look at Preston Cowie. He was named the winner of the best peewee golf swing in the world awesome. in the under-three age category. What, were you ever swinging at a golf club under three? Uh, no. I started at seven. So what essentially happens is they took videos and they sent them in and they had a panel that picked the best winner. Now, the panel, pretty cool panel. You know who's on the panel? Hmm. Michelle Wee, Annika Sorenstam. And Jack Nicholas. Well, here you <laughs> so, go. So they uh, they decided that uh, that Preston Cowie had the best swing. He'd only played golf apparently about uh, only swung a club about ten times before he actually picked it up. So this is a natural golf wow. swing, 
And I tell you, folks, uh, Google this guy online and look at his golf swing because it is pretty darn good for us. Congratulations. That is awesome. All right. Uh, before you, I get the tee here, Bob, i got to say one thing. I can't believe it's our first winner weird, uh, winner's weird and what of the year. There was a streaker at the Pro-Am at the Waste Management <laughs> on a Wednesday, and it doesn't make the list. Unbelievable. That's unreal. <laughs> All right, Bob, tee is mine. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! But my winner this week is Andrea Lee. Now, she's the favorite in the NCAA uh, Player of the Year race before we start this here for 2018. She's quite the touted amateur. But as she's getting ready to kick off their 2018 season, she goes out to the home course and sets the course record with a 58. Wow. This young girl. So remember this name uh, because it's going to be on the LPGA Tour winning very shortly. Is Andrea that, Lee. Is that, so. Was that the course Pirates Cove? Mini putt? No, it was it? not. Okay. It was not Pirates Cove. Although the golf course is not exactly the toughest. I don't care. 58 is 58. Doesn't matter. But the previous course Doesn't record matter. was 59. Wow. So, and she did, however, par the easiest par five on the golf course. She parred en route wow. to a 58. Nice 57. Real. All right. My weird this week, and this is kind of the start of my rant. You and I and, and Skulls. Uh, all think John Rahm's going to have a big year. And we've picked him at a couple of majors, and we think his his c- uh, continuing rise to the top of the world of golf is going to continue here in 2018. And he's number two in the world, so it's kind of happened already. But the fact that Dustin Johnson, after a four-win season in 2017, comes out at the start of 2018, demolishes the field uh, in Maui. Like, it, it was not a fair fight. It was Dustin uh, and then everybody else. Somehow, in the world golf ranking system, John Rahm has an opportunity to dethrone Dustin Johnson with a win last week. And he got out of the gates great in 36 holes, and then eh, not the weekend Rahm was looking for, which can happen at Torrey Pines. But here's my problem. I don't care what Rahm's done recently. There is no way. He didn't have four wins last year, John Rahm. He didn't beat a winner's-only field in Maui by eight shots. How do we have a system that allows him to be number one in the world? Yeah, it's whacked. I mean, I know how it works, and I know it's it's just totally weird how it, how it, how that can happen. But it just doesn't make any sense. You're Is right. it too heavy? I understand. It's basically, because he's has been a pro for so few times, he's not losing any points. He's not losing week, right? points. Right, so but everyone else is losing points, and he's just gaining, gaining, gaining. But so the system is messed up. It's messed up. They got to take a look at it now. I, I, I thank God it didn't happen because then at least you know it's a non-conversation. Yeah. And he can't do it this week. And he can't do it. So, but what if? Like it just doesn't make sense. And it's no disrespect to John Rahm, who's played brilliantly. But to say that he is at the at the at the verge or the pinnacle of dethroning Dustin Johnson, come on! The whole, the whole system is great and it's awful. I mean, how could Phil Mickelson never have been number one? That's a weird one to me. Well, I know, and he was See? on the verge because Tiger during that time yeah, period, exactly. you know, and he went to wing foot before he hit it left with the opportunity of winning three majors in a row. He was going to win three. He won the 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 PGA Championship the year before, Masters. then won the Masters. He was on the verge of three majors in a row. And didn't get to number one. Give it's, me a break. It's it's uh, it's interesting fodder for conversation. That yes. System. But apparently, it angers me enough <laughs> yes, to, to wake me up on a Saturday morning. So, uh, And finally, like my rant wasn't enough. My what this week? And I know this guy has been at the crap beat out of him for seven days. But what happened on the final hole <laughs> of Torrey Pines last week? J.B. Holmes 
with a chance. He needs Eagle to tie for this golf tournament. Takes over four minutes to pull the trigger on national TV. Uh, and then decides to lay up with all that on the line after taking four minutes icing Alex Noren. Like the sport. Now, I know JB Holmes was not intentionally trying to ice Alex Noren. I have no doubt in my mind that he honestly was going through like a painfully brutal process and his mind just could not come to comfort with something. I don't think he was intentionally trying to screw up his playing partner. But he, that's exactly what was going on. And why, in that occasion where it's that extreme, the PG Tour, at some point, Bob, they've got to penalize one of these guys, yeah. or there's no reason for these people to stop this. It's it's just a strange, I don't know, like if the PJ Tour would have enough gumption to kind of go out there and just say, look, we're giving you a penalty, then... It happens. I'll tell you right now, European Tour would have have laid a penalty. I firmly believe European Tour. I agree with you 100%. And you know what? As as silly and as unusual as those shot clocks are, man, there's no no fudge in anything there, right? Boom. And and I understand the PGA Tour's position. I understand, yes, it's the final hole of the golf tournament. They're trying to figure out who's going to win. This guy still has a chance to to sneak in there. The wind's blowing and gusting. Right. I get get the scenario. And the PGA Tour does it. That official, no one wants to be that guy. I get it. I totally get it. But this was extreme, Bob. This was beyond Jordan Spieth twitching a couple times and taking another look at a putt. This was a, Golf Channel did a great job where they showed the four or five things uh, in sports yeah, that can yeah, happen. Could do. You know, Kentucky Derby. <laughs> the, the, like, give me a break. It's just um, the players know they're not going to get penalized, so they can take advantage That's of it. it. That's the thing. That's so the thing. Start laying it. The, the last individual person to be penalized a stroke was. That fourteen-year-old kid of the Masters. Well, and and that's Augusta laying yeah. that out. Yeah. That's not even that's not even a PG Tour, right? That's, that's a, it. their internal uh, uh, tournament committee. I always remember Brant Snedeker tell, uh, talking to him afterwards, and he said they could have laid the same penalty against every single player in the field. Yeah, and they keep it, and the day kid. that that Chinese amateur player got dinged with that, he was trying to make the cut, and he was playing with Ben Crenshaw. Ben Crenshaw, two-time Masters champion, who was plus twenty-eight. Yeah, exactly. So who's holding up this group? Exactly. Oh my God. Jeez, I need a breath. We're good thing we're going to take a break. I'm very upset. Very upset. I will say this before we wrap this up. Uh, Justin Thomas, the only player to come to JB Holmes' defense on social media after he was getting the crap beat on him. JT said he's trying to win a golf tournament. I have his back. It's a unique situation. Yeah. But for one JT, there was a hundred guys losing. This guys in the locker room, you know, talking to JB. Oh, for sure. All right, uh, we're going to say goodbye to our national audience. Before we do say goodbye to our national audience, however, big announcement from Golf Talk Canada. We've already uh, mentioned what? that uh, what? What? there's just more and more coming, Bob. It's unbelievable. 20 Weeks of Taylor made his back, as we've already announced. you got to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Golf Talk Canada TV and Radio, if you want to have a chance to win over $15,000 worth of TaylorMade product throughout the year. Again, that's Golf Talk Canada TV and Radio. It's free. It's on YouTube, so you got to do that. But Golf Talk Canada, as of March 3rd, is moving to two hours. So for all you lucky people in the country that take the extra bonus 30, which is coming up next, and listen online, like you're listening in Naples, Florida this morning, or Orlando, or everywhere else, there's Canadians abroad that want to (laughs) hear golf. Talk Canada. We got an extra 60 minutes, which also means bonus Scully time starting March, which I know is huge. You know, the the lineup at the door for Scully time is massive. (laughs) The best looking member of the Golf Talk Canada team. So I know our female audience is going to go through the roof with extra Scully time. Yes. Uh, So big announcement. And Jeff McDonald, program director here at TSN 1050, who has a, a very firm line in the sand that he does not come on the air. He suggested to me, no promises, he suggested that for Golf Talk Canada and for the bonus 
hour now. The bonus 30 going to two hours. He may, he may weaken his stance on that and come on for us. Passionate to talk. golfer. We now, know that. He, you know he loves his Tiger, too. So yep. maybe maybe we can convince him. I'm chipping away at him, Bob. All right. I'm chipping away. And you know I can be very <laughs> irritating. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On the other side, another big announcement and a new partnership with Golf Ontario and Play Golf Myrtle Beach. More from Golf Talk Canada. Thank you so much for tuning in to kick off Season 8 on our national feed, Coast to Coast on the TSN Radio Network. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Oh, welcome to Golf Talk Canada. Welcome back as we kick off Season 8 of Golf Talk Canada Radio. And you just heard there off the top, welcoming a new partner to Golf Talk Canada, our new destination partner, the golf capital of the world, Myrtle Beach. Play golf Myrtle Beach. And yours truly, Bob, a little bit of a kind of a personal attachment to Myrtle Beach. It was the first time I ever went on a golf vacation with my family, with my friends. It was like the first time I ever decided, hey, let's go on a golf trip. It was always Myrtle Beach. My dad first took me as a kid. We used to go every couple of years with my uncle and my cousins. We always go, always would go. And then when I became, you know, like an older teenager and then in my early 20s, we'd pack up the car because we didn't have any dough. And we'd drive to Myrtle Beach and always get great value, great golf, etc. And, and here we are today coming full circle. It's still the ca- golf capital of the world. There are, I think the last time I checked, eight gazillion golf courses in Myrtle Beach. It's an, it's, I think that's an official a, number. Eight gazillion. It's, a, it's an amazing place. It is. And uh, my favorite in the area is Caldonia Golf and Fish Club. Mm. Is at Mike Strand's absolutely stunning property. But they got so much choice, and it's a fantastic spot. Now, because of this association with Play Golf Myrtle Beach, we've also been able here at Golf Talk Canada to extend our relationship and our partnership with Golf Ontario and get behind the junior golf drive of getting clubs in kids' hands and developing the junior golf program here in Ontario. We're proud. We're happy to be a part of it. We're happy to be a supporter of it. And our next guest is the man at the wheel for Golf Ontario, the executive director, who has got a ton going on and has done an incredible job and uh, about to do more with this junior golf drive, uh, including the gala on May 28th. Welcoming back to the program our friend from a much warmer location than where Golf Talk Canada is broadcasting this morning, executive director of Golf Ontario, Mr. Mike Kelly. Good morning, Michael. Well, thank you for the warm welcome there, guys. Hope Hope all is well up there. Yeah, it's good. We're happy to be back. Uh, we've been chomping at the bit to get Season 8 going, and uh, it was great to make our announcement yesterday that uh, Golf Talk Canada is going to be right there with Golf Ontario to help support the Junior Golf Drive, and really, a lot of it, Mike, about that gala on the 28th. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations, guys, first of all, on your eighth season. That's uh, spectacular. And with this new partnership with Myrtle Beach Golf Holiday and Golf Ontario and Golf Talk Canada, it's a pr- pretty special partnership that's going to help drive this uh, this Junior Golf Driving Gala event, which is which is our marquee event on our calendar every year that drives funds for junior golf in all parts of the province. And it's, uh, it's going to be bigger and better this year. We've got a tent coming where we can have uh, a gala and dining as well as the great golf that we have available at the Granite Golf Club. It's a 1 p.m. shotgun. And uh, we also have this year, of course, you know, of course, hosted by a guy named Mark Sacchino. Yeah, um, yep. I heard together him. With, uh, <laughs> together with some talent, uh, comedian Dave Hempstead, and some, we'll bring in some magic as well with David Mary this year. So we're really up in our game. You know, where the, obviously the goal is to raise funds for junior golf initiatives all over the province, whether it be golf in schools or uh, high performance such as Team Ontario and, and the Can-Am matches, which we play against South Carolina, which is, you know, how we were able to bring this nice partnership together in Myrtle Beach. The, the Golf at Schools program is one that I think is just the key to, to, to getting more golfers, uh, more junior golfers exposed to it, especially when you consider the demographic makeup of our province now in our country, which is there's a lot less people who are, let's say, ex- exposed or have golf kind of in their heritage or background or whatever, right? Is this, is this the, one of the key f- uh, programs you guys are working on, Mike? Yeah, from a grow the game standpoint, Bob, it, it absolutely is. And of course, the golf and schools program, which you know is near and dear to my heart, is is something that provides all walks of life uh, at all ages the the opportunity, especially at the elementary school level, to get involved with golf. And what we try to focus on is the sustainability of that program. And together with Golf Canada, what we what we do is we try to invest dollars into connecting schools with facilities and getting uh, PGA professionals into schools. So both in school and on course uh, to try to ensure that kids not only get um, introduced to the sport, but also get to, to the golf course where they can learn more. So those partnerships and communities in Ontario is, is critical to that program and, and a program now where there's over a thousand schools in Ontario and, and over 2,500 across the country that are involved in that program. So wow. a key, a key industry program for sure for, for the growth of the sport in the future. Mike Kelly, Executive Director of Golf Ontario, with us uh, this morning, talking all things Golf Ontario, but uh, our latest announcement of Golf Talk Canada, Play Golf Myrtle Beach and Golf Ontario, just uh, getting together to support uh, junior golf in the province of Ontario. Also, Golf Talk Canada, looking forward to sharing a lot of the uh, Myrtle Beach golf content that uh, they developed throughout the year. And, of course, I'm going to be at the Can-Am Games with you, Michael, in March. Looking forward to being a part of that as well. For our listeners uh, who are, you know, whether they have juniors that play the game or they care about the future of the game and they, they want to support the junior golf drive, is there anything they can do between now and May 28th to participate or get involved or help junior golf in the province of Ontario? Yeah, well, I, 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 would, I would come back to our gala and the, the junior golf driving gala. So for everybody listening, it's the golfgala.ca. So that's where you want to go. And, and you can register now for, for the event. You can buy dinner tickets, um, which are single gala tickets, which are $150. Um, you can also buy tables of eight for 1000 and and you get a foursome dinner and, the, you know, the whole experience for 2500 So uh, if you go to the golfgala.ca, what you'll find there is all the opportunities to get involved, as well as the initiatives that it supports. And uh, from there, um, you know, come May 28th, uh, we will have a spectacular day, Adidas, Adidas and uh, Taylor Made, also a partner of Golf Talk Canada, 
is uh, is a is a key partner for for golf in Ontario, and and they will be providing an unbelievable uh, gifting package for those participants. And uh, you know, it's it's this is our fifth annual. It's been a tremendous event to date, and uh, I think we're really excited with uh, with the partnership here. It's it's been definitely going to take it to another level, and you know, it definitely won't disappoint for those who uh, who join us. Well, Michael, we're proud to be a part of it, and we're excited to be there. I'll be there. We'll be there with our Golf Talk Canada cameras. We're going to do some Golf Talk Canada television there, Golf Talk Canada radio there. I know we've got friends like David Mary and Dave Hempstead involved. I know there's going to be some music as well, announcements coming out between now and then. Great golf at the Granite Club, a great cause and great sponsors. I started to sound like Trump. I'm dropping great on everything. It's the best. It's the greatest. It's, it's unbelievable. So, Mike, a pleasure talking to you this morning, and I know we'll talk again in the next few weeks because we've got some Can-Am news that'll be coming out and Golf Talk Canada will stay on top of all things Golf Ontario uh, throughout the season, not just tournaments, but uh, team members qualifying for teams who will be playing in these events, etc. It's going to be a fun year. Thank you and uh, enjoy your uh, rest of your time there in uh, Florida, my friend. Yeah, you guys, thank you again for all that you guys do. Uh, again, congratulations on your show and uh, uh, I think big things are, are happening in uh, in Ontario moving forward, and uh, glad you're along with us. So uh, thank you again. Thanks, Michael. Mike Kelly, Executive Director of Golf Ontario. All right, on the other side, it's Scully time for the first uh, time in 2018. How do we feel about Tiger? How do we feel about Rory? Are we half full, half empty? Where's the cup? We'll get into it next. We'll also give away two tickets to Toronto Golf Show. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada as we wrap up our first show of 2018, kicking off Season 8. And if you missed the big announcement earlier in the show, one of three announcements is that Golf Talk Canada, starting March 3rd, is moving to two hours. You get a bonus 30 minutes, and that will be a bonus 30 more minutes of Scully time as well, as Adam Scully joins us in studio to Week C and I. It's good to be back. It is good to be back. It is. Um, Did you feel the same way when the alarm went off this morning? (laughs) (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Before we get into some Tiger and Rory talk, uh, some leaderboard updates from the world of golf. There's only really two events taking place. Weights Management Phoenix Open, Ricky Fowler and Bryson DeChambeau. They got the lead at 10 under par. Host of players on their heels. Got a lot of Canadians uh, in the red, but Adam Hadwin right there through 36 holes, only three off the pace. Hadwin with a chance to win. Silverman also right there at three under par, and Nick Taylor at two under. So good showing for the Canadians. Bob, what is up on the European tour? The Maybank Championship uh, in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and right now Dylan Fratelli, who is sneakily becoming a very good player. Not that he isn't a good player, but noticing him from uh, South Africa. He is tied with George Campillo of uh, Spain. They are at six under... Sorry, they are at 15 under par. Uh, they go down to 14 under, way down. They, we got Austin Connolly, who made the cut on the number and is uh, well back. He's at plus one... No, he's at minus three, plus one he shot today. He's the only Canadian to make the cut. 
And the Toronto Golf Show coming up. We're giving away two passes. It's February 23rd to 25th at the International Centre of Mississauga. Two passes to the Toronto Golf Show. Trivia questions. Someone tweet us at Golf Talk Canada. Hit us up at Golf Talk Canada. Who was the first player to win on the 2018 PGA Tour? So not the wraparound. This year January. of 2018, January, who was the first player to win on the PGA Tour using a tailor-made twist face driver? It was not Dylan Fratelli. Not <laughs> Dylan Fratelli. No, who That's are someone who has never been in my kitchen. Yeah, on, exactly. yeah. So hit us up on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. Who was the first player to win in January 2018 of this year with a tailor-made twist face driver for two passes to the Toronto Golf Show? All right, Skulls. Uh, Weeksy and I were talking about it a little bit earlier. Let's start with Tiger here because I want to talk a little Rory too. Uh, where, how do we feel? How do you feel about Tiger? And have, do you feel more optimistic or less optimistic from the performance at the Hero to the performance at Torrey Pines? Or is it more of the same? You kind of got what you were uh, expecting. Well, I mean, I uh, his short game really impressed me because, as you said earlier in the show, he could have shot a million. If, if he didn't have any short game, it, it could have been a very high number. Uh, but, I mean, his, his driver was puzzling. Uh, I'd say, but the one thing that um, I was still very pleased with, and that Bob and I spoke about last week as well, is that there's no pain. Like he is swinging all out at some of these shots. You see some recoil. You see some shots in deep, deep rough. Which going into Hero, he said that he hadn't hit any balls in deep rough, so he didn't know how he would react. But at Tory, he was hitting it off the planet. Right. So he had to take these crazy swings, and any he, he performed pretty well, I thought. And if he can drive it, you know, he was 30% at Tory Pines. If he can get it up to 50% maybe at Riv, who knows what could happen. Well, at Riv, he shouldn't have to hit as many drivers, for one. Mm-hmm. And the rough is never as penal. It's usually most of it's mostly still dormant, a lot mm-hmm. of it at Riv this time of year. So that's going to be helpful to him. Um it's so surprising in the sense, though, that at Hero, now I know it's a different golf course, oh, yeah. very different golf course, but man, did he drive it well at Hero. Like, he drove it so well. He was yeah. splitting the center of a lot of those fairways, so I was surprised. Are you guys surprised that we haven't heard more of his schedule after the Genesis yet? Like, it's still uh, close-door society on what's happening after the Genesis? Yeah, you know, that's Tiger, of course. He never really lets you know what's going on too much, too far in advance. It's more probably a surprise that he let you know that he was going to go to Riv mm-hmm. that far in advance, although it was... I mean, it was so obvious because he's his foundation is the beneficiary for the uh, for the tournament there. But um, yeah, I think it's pretty easy to read between the lines as to what he's going to do. And from what I've been hearing, you know, I think it's we can all pick the Bay Hill and and probably Honda will be the two spots he plays. Uh, whether he adds one more in there somewhere, of course, we know he's not eligible for uh, the WGCs, <laughs> so uh, he won't have those to choose from. But um, I don't think it's a big surprise. But um, it would be nice if he would just kind of let us know. Well, <laughs> you know, Bob would like to, yeah. to make his schedule. That's right. <laughs> I was one other thing on Tiger too. Uh, I know going into it, some of us maybe were concerned that you know when he's teeing off at eight o'clock in the morning local, it's going to be cold. You're going to be up, warming up early, and and like I said before, there's just no back pain. And and as some of us who have a stiff back or some more of a serious mm-hmm. back injury, looking at you, Mark, yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can be rather stiff in the morning. But as as Tiger says, you know, he, he's fused now. He has all these different feels. So I think it was just great to see him pain free. Yeah, that is, so there's again, I'll go with you guys. It's way more positives for oh, yeah. sure than negative. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to seeing him yeah. in a different environment. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny. This is such a weird comment because this is a golf course where he's won eight times at Torrey Pines. Seven of them in a farmer's scenario, one of them in a U.S. Open. 
But all that being said, I don't know if there was a harder place he could have chosen to start his year. Like, it had the thickest rough. It's the most demanding layout they'll see before they get to Augusta. It was, you know, so the fact that he could do that around there, even though he's comfortable with it, I think Riviera is a much easier environment for him. And, and the fact that it was it was playing challenging as well, Tiger kept commenting on how firm the greens were and how they could hear the balls land from the fairway, which yeah. is something that's, I guess, rare. At I just Target. had the opportunity to play it in early December. Wow. When, uh, remember when Bob and I went down right. for the TaylorMade right. launch? I went in a couple days early and right. just played... Uh, played um, Tory and it was brutally hard. Brutally, brutally did you get more, more than three fairways? Yes, <laughs> uh, yes, but he still beat me. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Rory, guys, um, I'm surprised he didn't win the duel. 69 on a Sunday on that golf course on the European Tour last week is not good. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to take away from the fact that he played four great rounds of golf. He played great the week before, so he's showing real signs of Rory potentially having a good comeback 2018. All that being said, though, you know he got out-dueled by a 22-year-old uh, Chinese player who... Uh, I'm not going to say, you know, doesn't have... A, a, you know, he certainly belongs there. He's a good young player. But Rory McIlroy... You know, he had a he had the lead with four or five holes to go, and he left the door open there. He couldn't close it. How are we feeling with Rory? Is it obviously good signs, but are you disappointed that he wasn't able to walk out with one of those wins in the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I think if it was June or July and he'd done that, I would have been a little bit more worried than I am now. He's just coming back. Don't forget, he really hadn't played for three months before those two tournaments starts, and I, I really don't think you can take anything away from Hao Tong Lee for how good a player he is, and I think you're going to see that this year with a couple of Chinese golfers. He's a big boy. Um, But I do think you're right with Rory in terms of you know, finishing things off. It's maybe a little sloppy yet, but uh, he was mad at himself. You could hear the comments afterwards. Yeah. I mean, he was really frustrated with, you know, he, he just admitted he played terrible golf. So I think, but I think we'll wait and see what happens uh, when we get, he's got an aggressive schedule. He's going to play a lot between, between now and Augusta. I like that though. Do you mm-hmm. not like that? Yeah, I think that's great. And, and to go on Bob's point there, you know, I, I, if, if you're Rory to have two very top finishes to start off here, I, I think it's a positive. And, and yes, he had some uh, interesting, uh, course management decisions down the stretch. That's a you nice know, way of putting sort of it. What yeah. doing there, but yeah. uh, you know he's an aggressive player, and and he's obviously loving that new twist face driver. He's hitting at an absolute mile. So, uh, as as Jamie Rydell said, he'll be watching Ferrari maybe to go to number one at the end of this year. So <sighs> yeah. that's a big that is a big jump. What is he eleventh in the world right now? He climbed to the top ten after, after the, the after last the, week's yeah. performance. Yeah. Okay, so he yeah. was eleventh going into yeah. last week, and now he's creeped mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Man, that, I tell you this. This is what I'm curious about. I love the fact that he's playing a lot. Yeah. I think that's great. I wish Tiger would play more. I hope he does. I, I, we know we're going to see Tiger at Honda. We know we're going to see Tiger probably at Bay Hill. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him at another one, I, personally. Glen Abbey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant before the Masters. <laughs> I, I'm, worried that Rory, I, I'm worried that Rory is playing as much as he is, though, for the wrong reason. Like the Phil Mickelson U.S. Open reason. Has the Masters become too big an elephant in the room? Is his whole season about one tournament in April now? Because as we know, uh, statistically and historically speaking, if you don't get that 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 career major or Grand Slam accomplished in your first three or four tries, it doesn't usually happen. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the, what history has told us. Now exactly. the difference is Rory is still young and he's a super athlete. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times when these players have an opportunity to complete a career Grand Slam, it's at a much older age. So this is a different type of scenario. 
but still, is it? Do you think he's playing a lot because he feels healthy and he wants to get going and he wants to make a statement this year, or do you think he's playing a lot because he's focused on April too much, Bob? Uh, I think he is trying everything he can to be ready for the Masters. I think he, you know he's done it different ways in the past, and I think this is what he's going to try this time out and see what works. You know, it's just like throw it against the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think Rory's just trying to get more as as Tiger says more reps in more tournament rounds to play more tournament rounds to get more, you know, get your feels right to get more comfortable in that that uh, scenario. So I. I I wouldn't be surprised if Roy's in contention at, at the Augusta for sure. Well, we've got a lot of storylines coming up. There's lots to cover. Uh, Golf Talk Canada is going to be on the road a lot uh, the next six weeks. And then Bob's travel schedule hasn't even started yet. So we'll be leaning a lot on you, Mr. Scully, over the wait. next six weeks. I and uh, yours truly off to Pebble Beach to do play-by-play for PGA Tour uh, Radio next week. And then, of course, Tiger's return at the Genesis the following yeah. week. Uh, if you missed our announcement earlier on the show, Golf Talk Canada moves to two hours. As of March 3rd, we moved to two hours. Also, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade is back. We're going to give away over $15,000 worth of product throughout the year here on Golf Talk Canada. Commence Masters Week on GTC TV and radio. The only way you can win is if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Golf Talk Canada TV and radio. That's Golf Talk Canada TV and radio on YouTube. The only way you can win. It's free, so do that. Uh, Proud to announce that we're part of the Golf Ontario Junior Golf Drive and with the uh, Play Golf Myrtle Beach group this year is supporting junior golf in the province of Ontario. Lots going on here at Golf Talk Canada. And before we sign off, Toronto Golf Show 23rd to 25th. And we'd like to congratulate Scott Brick. Scott, you are the winner of the two passes to the Toronto Golf Show. So Scott, how this is going to work is your name will be at Will call for that. So uh, Scott Bricks, just uh, bring your photo ID and uh, you will be at the will call for uh, the Toronto Golf Show. So congratulations on those tickets. Guys, thanks. Glad to be back. It's been fun. Good. Be good. Yeah, awesome. Good year coming. Awesome. Season 8. What's that? Season 8. Season 8. Where Season did the eight. time go? Unbelievable. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at GolfTalkCanada.ca.